The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to turn our attention back to something we covered earlier in the programme. We spoke to Dr. Catherine Day. She uh, was chair of the government's advisory group on direct provision. And she spoke to me about several issues when it comes uh, to direct provision and asylum seekers and refugees being accommodated in this country about the shortfalls of the system and why it needs to change. One of the things she touched on was a suggestion around engagement with communities and how much planning might be done in advance before asylum seekers arrive anywhere. Some of the points that people make are absolutely right. And we we are um, recommending to the government that they should offer incentives to local communities, you know, an extra teacher, an extra GP, better transport links. Because if the number of people using the services is going to increase, then um, the services need to be increased in response. And if we can get ahead of this, we should be doing that in advance of people moving into a new locality. And that was Dr. Uh, Catherine Day speaking to me a little bit earlier on the show. Cahill Crow is a Fianna Fáil TD uh, in County Clare and he joins me now. Cahill, do you agree with her? Hi, good evening, Karen. I do indeed. I think, um, look, when you bring a lot of people to an area, they need support. Um, and I think for too long, the approach here has been, well, we've put a roof over their heads, we've met their needs. Um, people fleeing crisis need a lot more than accommodation. They have health care requirements, education, transport, and so too the communities that are receiving them. So we would have a community that stands out to me would be Listoon Varn in County Clare. It has warmly welcomed a lot of refugees, both fleeing the war in Ukraine and those seeking international protection. The population there has gone up fourfold in the past 18 months. Um, there has been a good bit of bolstering education. There's been more teachers hired, more investment in the schools but not so in other service areas. And I think if you're going to have a fourfold increase in population, there should, at the very least, like Catherine Day said, um, be some increased capacity in terms of public health care, transport, basic needs. Uh, the day of, you know, we've put a roof over your head, job done, that mm. simply cannot wash anymore. It doesn't wash for the men and women and children fleeing uh, persecution and war. And it certainly doesn't work very well in the communities. So, uh, the government has done a fair bit, but I think there's room for more to be done. I think that's been identified now by Catherine Day. And, and can you understand, though, why, and, and this is an official government policy, but can, can you understand why there might be a, a, a desire sometimes uh, to bus in migrants in the dead of night, which we have seen happen? I mean, that sounds kind of like it, it, it's uh, rhetoric or a bit of hyperbole, but it, it literally has happened in some situations. Because w- what the fear might be is that you consult with the community and you might placate some people and satisfy other people as to why refugees need to be moved into this particular centre. But then others get wind of it. And I think the way I put it to Catherine was that, you know, the telegram groups light up and then you get a much more malign element descending on the Listoon Varnas of this world protesting. Yeah, well, I I, was, I met with a group in Milton Malbe at the weekend, a very, very respectful meeting. Um a very, very normal meeting. But what, what we've had sometimes, not in Milton Malibu, but we've had on some occasions people busing down from Dublin for the day or other counties, in fact, um, with no local links at all, just to cause trouble, just yeah. to spread a far right agenda. They're not welcome um, when we're when we're dealing with situations like this and when we're trying to assimilate people, accommodate them. And it's not always it's not always a perfect sailing either. Mm-hmm. There are issues in the community you need to deal with, but they will be dealt with at community level. But people, are you not inviting that sort of attention from these people kind of, you know, who are just trying to make trouble by by, by 
you know, when, when I addressed when I addressed that meeting in Milton Albay on Saturday, yeah. um, the first comment I made was I said, if you're not if you're not someone who's living in the accommodation centre, or if you're not someone who's from the local community, you're not welcome here because we sort we've had people down with selfie sticks spreading all sorts of vitriol and rhetoric that's not welcome when, when you have a situation like this what you want is proper planning you want the community uh, to be given as much adv- advance notice as possible um, you want the local schools to be consulted the local district health nurse a certain amount of planning has to go into this you asked uh, should this happen in the dead of night absolutely not and that lacks all transparency what you want here is that stakeholders the community are one stakeholder but others as i said are the the school uh, i've come across fabulous situations where there's been a three or four month lead in um, and schools are, are really well prepared and there's a welcoming party. And I've heard of other scenarios where there's a phone call on Monday morning, you know, we've we've 30 new children coming in. And I, I know of one school where children had to be taught in a in a in a cloakroom for a few days because there wasn't forward planning. I would credit uh, Norma Foley of all the ministers, actually, her department have probably been the most forward mm-hmm. in terms of planning. They have capacity mapped where schools have availability and where they haven't. But I think the likes of Department of Health, indeed transport, you cannot just uh, fling 50 or 60 people into a rural community hall with no transport links and expect that, you know, life goes on for them. It doesn't. And yeah. you need to forward plan. But, I think that's what Catherine Day has identified here. Uh, on the issue of health, and Catherine Day talked about this as well. She mentioned, you know, it, it, it's maybe the, the provision of an extra GP in a community, you know, if the population is going to be increased. Uh, and uh, and that's all well and good in the abstract. I mean, what some people might say is we already have a GP vacancy here. and We've had it for two years and we can't fill it. There's not enough GPs creating a second GP vacancy. So we have two vacancies and the same amount of GPs doesn't solve the problem. Yeah, but, but, but what you also have within within our refugee communities as time, you have a lot of um, self-sufficiency and, and capacity that in many instances has been untapped into. I know in County Clare, we, we have um, about three and a half percent of our population at the moment is refugee, uh, fleeing all sorts of situations. I should also say that of the 26 counties in the Republic, only 17 there's a belief that this is a world, uh, uh, sorry, a nationwide response. There's 17 counties at the moment playing a role in terms of receiving refugees. We're playing a very positive role in Clare, and it's not without its difficulties. But what I want to say is in terms of um, uh, capacity, there are people here who've come from Ukraine, for example. We have uh, we have GPs who've come from U- Ukraine. We have obstetricians. We have incredibly talented people. And I think uh, rather than having them you know, work in low-paying jobs, why not utilise these skills? Why not have a, a Ukrainian GP uh, serving the Ukrainian community, that they would be brought around to, to the various accommodation centres for their clinics and their appointments there? That would be a huge service to the, to the mm. refugee community, and it would hugely unburden a system that's already whole, wholly and fully stretched already in the county. I, I assume there's issues there, though, around registration and insurance. There's a way around everything. And look, we saw how... Um, Overnight, um, a Euro- European protection status was given, uh, certainly in terms of Ukrainians, and I think I think that was a positive move. The one thing I would see uh, as someone who who works on the ground, and I hold clinics throughout the county, I hold a refugee clinic every week with translation. The one thing I bemoan is that we have two separate systems, almost competing at times. We have IPAS, who would deal with people seeking international protection, uh, principally people from African, Middle Eastern and Asian countries. 
Then we have um, the county councils then parallel to that coordinating the response to the Ukrainian crisis. I can't see, of course, they're here under different legalities and there's a European protection if you're Ukrainian and there's international protection for other people. Mm. But I do think that we should have one streamlined system in the country insofar as accommodation is concerned. I think the Ukrainian response is really well coordinated. I would say the IPAS response a lot less so. And people get quite peeved when... It's lastminute.com. And I think communities, um, not every community is, uh, I don't want to name certain ones, but we've seen really ugly scenes on some protests in Dublin. And I can tell you, I haven't seen any of that manifest itself in County Clare, quite the opposite. Um, but communities are welcoming. Communities will have legitimate concerns. And I think they can be dealt with by a little bit of forward planning and okay. information. Nobody likes being left in the dark. And, and lastminute.com doesn't do anyone any good, not the refugee community, nor the local community. Mm. And it leaves us as politicians firefighting. And that's never a good thing. Well, uh, Catherine Day, as I say, was my guest earlier. And if people want to listen back to that interview in full, it's up on the News Talk app. Cahal, thank you for your time. Cahal Crow is a Fianna Fáil TD uh, for County Clare. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.